Hello and welcome to One Controller Port Podcast, episode 43. I'm Benjamin Yoder and I'm here today. I wish I could say I have a lot to talk about. Uh, as an update, at least, I guess. But I, hmm, hmm. I, I'm starting off saying I don't have a lot to talk about, but I actually have pretty, a pretty packed show this week. So, it's a lie. I think it's just a bad habit. It's been like a good month of just not feeling like I had a lot to talk about. But... Here we are. That's my nose smacked my pop card. So yeah, yeah. So I kind of wanted to um to do uh, an update. Maybe is the best best thing to say. <laughs> um, a while back ago, and I think it's the last article I put out. I did a, like a article on Final Fantasy Eleven and an uh an area called uh Selfiner in there. Selfiner. Selfiner. Selfiner, I don't know which one it is. I just saw it on a sign and I had to pronounce it myself. Um, <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I put out an article and was like, hey, this is pretty neat. Also, kind of noting in there, hey, there hasn't really been any updates on Final Fantasy XI's like, unused content since like 2007 or something like that. And a, a desire that there'd be some updates. Um, and then I was like, you know what? Nobody's probably going to look at this game. <laughs> So, I guess why don't I? Um, so I kind of started working on that stuff, and I started working with someone from the cutting room floor, uh, to start putting that page together. So, um, so I started uh working on that, and I I think I've I found um quite a bit of stuff, but it's probably not as exciting as it could be. Maybe I don't know. So like um, so there's the map that I already talked about. There's the um the uh selfie nerd map for Final Fantasy 11 that um that is that it's like a it's like a field with a town sat beside it but you can't actually tell what the town is because the town is considered a separate zone probably um <clears throat> excuse me um so so there's that area and that's the most complete area out of the unused ones um and then there's a second previously reported as unused area which I'm finding out is not unused as it was just removed from the game um which I guess I'll get back to that later, actually. Uh, and then I found a, another area that I haven't really seen anyone post about, but, but I, I didn't do any, like, excuse me, extensive research to find out. There's a area that I assume is a castle, and most of it can't be rendered. Um, there's really only two chunks of the castle left. It's very small chunks as well, uh, like a couple doorways, and then I um, and then like a hallway towards the bottom of the castle. Um, but, but there's like a bunch of floating objects as well that are floating around in there. And, um, and, uh, I've really been sitting there and staring at that screen a lot. <laughs> and it's kind of funny what you, things you start to notice as you stare at something long enough. Like it's not a ton of like content in that area, but well, it is a lot of content. There's a lot of floating objects and stuff and you can kind of, start to imagine what the shape of the environment is and not just based off like you know oh I'm just gonna make some stuff up but you can look at like the floor levels for some things like so for example there's a room with a bunch of pots in it and there's like a a a frame that's floating kind of nearby and you're like well is this frame a window or a door you can't really say but then you look at it and it's like well actually this door is like on the same floor level as the pots. Like the bottom of the door matches the bottom of the pots. So you can sit there and kind of tell this is probably a floor of the building or like a, 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 a one room that's on a specific floor of a building. Um, 
and and kind of figure out like well the proximity is kind of close enough that it could be a room so you're kind of you just start calling things like this is the pot room like like this is a room with a bunch of pots and it's not really a room of pots because you have no idea that nothing else is loaded but you look at the door frame and the pots in the room like yeah there's there's pots in this room probably and this is probably the door to that room based off where this door frame is um and it's a lot of looking at that and like uh, how torches that are left in the area are aligned like you can kind of figure out where the walls are pointing and things like that like there's one torch that you're like oh yeah that's like a that like leads in straight to this like little pathway that actually is rendered as like a little stair stairwell that's rendered but when you look at the torch like well this torch is actually facing as if the wall is over in a different spot like the the face the direction that torch is facing is in a different spot it's 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 interesting to look at um so those are probably the two most exciting maps to load up right now um but then i also was looking at a lot of other files that were not loading they're just crashing and just looking at like the actual text for them and i think i think i ended up finding probably around like 10 maps maybe based off like what i know about the other maps and how those files seem to be kind of laid out the ones that actually do load that I know are maps I'm guessing these are maps and the headers pretty seem to apply like a map like there's one that's like d-u-n it's like well this might be dungeon and there's like a bunch of boss reference not a bunch there's like a handful of boss references in that dungeon the dungeon sheet and then there's also like here's another map it's called s underscore fi and it's like okay what does s underscore fi mean it doesn't really you don't really know but then you start looking at the textures it's trying to load and it's like trying to load snw one and two and then eventually it's like oh it's trying to load um snowfy snowfy mono and you're like well that's probably (laughs) this is probably a snow field (laughs) And it's probably the train in the other in the other area that is loaded. It's called a monorail. So you're like, this is probably a monorail reference, maybe. <laughs> it's like I can't tell. It's just like a bunch of garbled text. But then like occasionally you get these little little bits of information. You're like, oh yeah, yeah, this might be something. Um, and then there's like a bunch of other ones like town. There's one that's just tree. Which if you look at the original um, uh, trailer that was in that that. Um, a selfie in our article uh, I'm guessing what it is is the boyata tree early the early version of the boyata tree so I'm I I am messing with this a little bit but I mean the reality is is that because the viewer is crashing while trying to load them either those those data files are like old formats that can't be loaded or they are missing data in the case of the castle one it's missing data as far as I can tell or the data that's missing is old that it can't be rendered anymore um so my hope is that it's just missing data because if I actually go back to the original installation disks, I might be able to figure out to see if any of those maps load if it's just missing stuff because all those files were touched in like 2007. So there is a chance that something um, was removed or something like that in 2007 to like help make space and stuff like that. Um, so, so I wouldn't say there's any particularly new updates on that front per se, other than just saying, yes, I see things that look like maps and I can kind of identify what those maps are and then kind of look at, (laughs) um, what footage they originally showed for the game and, and match them up and say, Hey, like this, this map is probably this map. Like this is probably what this is. Um, 
Um, but I don't really know for sure. The other thing I've been looking for, and this isn't mentioned to a circular arena with like a bunch of rocks, uh, that I found or not found. It's been known probably around the time Selfie and R was originally found in like 2007. Um, um, it's like a bunch of circular rocks. And at the time I recall people were saying it is a testing area for fighting monsters also i think there's some guy being like well i picked a fight with the gm once and then we fought there and it's like you're probably a lying son of a bitch (laughs) but but um but yeah so so i was looking at this area and then i i started doing some other research on a feature that was moved removed from the game 2002 where um when you change jobs you didn't actually do it in your mock house you would be teleported to another area and uh, when you're teleported to that area, it would be it would you have a, you would have the high polygon model from the character creator again. So there's if you don't know for the beginning of Final Fantasy XI, which if you don't know Final Fantasy XI stuff, I'm so sorry. This first ten minutes of this podcast, it's gonna be an actual jumbled mess of nothing for you. <laughs> um, but but uh, but basically, when you make your character in Final Fantasy XI, there's like a high polygon count character model that you never see again after that. Well, originally you did see them again. It was when you changed jobs, you would go and teleport to this area, and as you changed jobs, you could basically sit there and look at your high polygon count character model standing there. Uh, I don't know. I don't think they were doing anything. I think they just maybe had like a an idle animation or something like that at the time. But like, I think a very simple one. I really don't know. The problem is, is that this was removed in about August 2002. And this is before the game count in America or Europe. Uh, and I think it was before the Windows version came out in, in, um, in, um, or in, even in Japan. So, um, so you had this screen where you just have this high polygon character. And what's different is that it's not just the create a character model. It's all the characters in their underwear instead. So when you're creating a character, they're in their starting gear. But in this one, they're in their underwear. Um, so I was able to find some pictures of Mithra specifically because people were talking about like, oh, how sexy the body is. Um, and because they have like the skimpiest um, underwear. Um, so I was able to find some pictures of the Mithra one. But I want to actually find the models especially since none of the other characters seem to have had pictures taken of them in this state. Um, so yeah, so that area that was that you loaded into was this other area that people were saying, oh, it's a battle test area. It, it's not, I'm pretty certain. Looking at the screenshots of the Mithra, you could tell what the background is and you could tell what the formations are and they match up in a way that makes sense. Um, so yeah, so yeah, those are the two things that I've been kind of pursuing instead of I mentioned a while ago, I was like, well, podcasts don't really take up much of my time, so they don't really sacrifice articles, and then videos, are, and then uh, and then the stream doesn't really take up too much of my time, so they don't really sacrifice like articles and stuff either. This digging into Final Fantasy XI stuff definitely sacrifices my time <laughs> for writing articles or making videos. It, it's, just, it's, it's so time-consuming and tedious at times, and the tools I'm using are great for, like, viewing completed content in the game for, like, you know, if you want to go look at whatever, you know, Southern Sandoria, you can do whatever. You're going to go look at it, and it's as it is in the game for the most part. There's some occasionally some graphical glitches and stuff like that, but and sitting down and, like, trying to parse out these old areas that aren't loading properly, it's, it's they're, they're their own challenge, really. So complete like 180 turn of let's talk about like data mining Final Fantasy XI stuff, and I thought I kind of just wanted to talk a little bit about um about Nintendo Direct. Um, uh, I watched Nintendo Direct and I thought it was a, if if 
whenever I watch these Nintendo Rex and really any press conference in general, like a Sony press conference or a Microsoft press conference, I think about it from two perspectives. Uh, one, I think about it from how good is this show to a gaming audience as a whole. And then on the second side, or maybe even less of a gaming audience as a whole, but like to to the to their respective audience. So like if you look at like a Sony show, you ask, you know, would Sony fans be pleased with this? Um, and then and then I ask also, what do I care about this? <laughs> um, and Nintendo stuff is generally where my interests lie, but there's definitely definitely plenty of times where. Um, at least, well, it's hard to say because like I, I like third-party support on PlayStation and Xbox and stuff like that. I don't really have much interest in first-party software for PlayStation and Xbox. Uh, there's definitely exceptions. Freedom Wars is an exception, a great exception. Uh, I will never stop talking about Freedom Wars, apparently. <laughs> um, um, and Nintendo is another exception. But uh, but I just kind of want to go to quick hits down the list of what my my thoughts are from I guess both perspectives. We'll try both perspectives, but depending on how this goes, we might just cut down to my thoughts. Um, and I'm using a Nintendo Everything article, so all this stuff's probably going to be out of order, um, but that's okay. Actually, it is definitely out of order because this is the end of the conference. So you had um, you had the announcement of Super Smash Brothers for Switch. Um, I really don't have any feelings or thoughts about that. The the fact of the matter is, is that like. Splatoon is such a big Nintendo franchise these days. There's no way it would not appear in, in Smash Brothers. That, that'd be crazy. Um, I think people like uh, it was a good announcement, but um, for me personally, it was it was uh, whenever this. I'm not a big fan of teasers. I want to see the game pretty quickly. Um, and, and I don't think the the teaser was as a, as elaborate or as nice as like the brawl one or something like that. That was a decent teaser back in the day. Um, the new single player conflict of Splatoon two. I have not played through Splatoon two at all in general, so I will not be getting the Octoling single player content content, but um, at least not anytime soon. Um, but like I, people have been, when I was playing Splatoon 1, even before I was playing Splatoon 1, I remember people were like saying, Hey, we want to be Octolings. We want to play as Octoling. So it's pretty, pretty cool that you can finally at least play it in the single player. Um, and it looks like, yeah, unlock it in the multiplayer as well. It looks like, so, Hey, that's pretty cool. That's neat. Um, that, that game probably needs more character variety. Um, at least compared to when I when I looked at it last, I think there's only like a handful of hairstyles for each character, or each boy or girl. So the more character variety, the better. Um, in Splatoon Two, because I think a lot of part of that game is fashion as well, um, and I think being able to modify your character is pretty important about that. But I'm gonna skip the other Splatoon Two updates. Uh, I don't care about Mario Tennis Aces. Um, I don't know. I think there there's a small group of people who like Mario Tennis Aces, but I don't think it'll be like a huge thing. Um, but you know, it's, it's a title they need. Nintendo needs that, that kind of software out there. Um, Kirby, we can skip cause that's like out this week, I think. Yeah. Um, Octopath Travelers on July 13th. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not feeling too good about going through this list. Let's just go even faster. Octopath. I want to like Octopath here. Let's just go. I want to like, I want to like Octopath Traveler and I would like to play it. But like at the same time, I think about how I never ended up playing Bravely Default. I never ended up playing Bravely Default. Second, whatever it was. Second something. <laughs> um, and Octopath Traveler will most definitely fall in that same place. Most likely. Uh, Captain Toad's Treasure Tracker. I, I don't really. Yeah. Eh, eh. I mean, that's, it's, it's another, 
it's nice that they're doing an enhanced Wii U port. I like the enhanced Wii U ports. I don't really want the straight ports for the most part. Um, but, um, yeah, I, I never played the first one on the Wii U. So, hey, um, this would, I guess, be the one to get. I, I would need to look into the um, the gamepad controls and see, and see like, how those gamepad um, options affected the game. Because you're going to lose that with the Switch, obviously. And, like, see how they adapted them and things like that. I would probably rather play with the gamepad than the, uh, than the Joy-Cons. And, honestly, a game like that, I probably would sacrifice the content to have more interesting controls. Uh, Crash Bandicoot, that's a game already out. Chrome HD, game already out. South Park, game already out. Sushi Striker, The Way of the Sushido. I thought that game looked kind of bad, but I like the style of it a little bit. <laughs> I don't know. It looks it looks like borderline like cheap American anime or something like that. I don't think it's a Western title, but I could be wrong. Um, but it has some interesting looking cutscenes with like some fun character designs. Uh, I don't know how much I care about the gameplay, but I think it's one of those games that you have to really sit down and, like, dig your claws into. Uh, I don't care about Dark Souls Remastered. That's an old game. Travis Strikes Again, No More Heroes. I, I, I don't know how I feel about Travis Strikes Again still. Um, uh, I think I like it better than what I thought I was going to like it. It being, like, a isometric kind of hack and slash thing. But I, I definitely want to see more... I don't know what it was. It's just there's so much footage out of context that I really had a hard time putting my finger on like what exactly I wanted out of that game. Um, but I love No More Heroes 1. Uh, no More Heroes 2, I like the gameplay for, but I don't particularly care for the story very much. So so we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Uh, Little Nightmares, I, I thought the Pac-Man outfit was cute. <laughs> uh, Undertale, I think Undertale is a great game that I, I didn't particularly care for, but I think it's fantastic it's coming there. And, uh, yeah, yeah. If you haven't played Undertale, you should probably play it. I think you probably would like it. That's what I tell most people, but I feel like everyone I've told that you probably like it, they, uh, actually did not like it. Hello Warriors Definitive Edition, I will probably never play it. Um, 3DS stuff. Why 3DS stuff still? Let's stop this. Let's stop the end. I know why 3DS still, because there's, like, a huge audience for it still. But, Jesus, like, let's please slow slow this train down. <laughs> Um, WarioWare Gold, I like WarioWare, I'm not going to play this game, uh, as nice as it looks. Um, Luigi's Mansion, I have not played Luigi's Mansion 2, and Luigi's Mansion on the GameCube is a great game, and, um, unless there's, like, some crazy new features, I will probably not bother. Um, good GameCube game, though. I'd rather not play Luigi's Mansion on a portable, though. Um, don't really care about the Mario Luigi's Inside Story plus Bowser Jr. Story. I like those Mario and Luigi games, but I kind of fell out of, uh, you know, playing them. So I, I just, I don't know. Maybe someday. Uh, Dylan, Dylan's Dead Heat Breakers. I did not expect to see this. <laughs> it's like the the armadillo guy and like the tower defense stuff. And like, well, who? I, like, I don't even know who's makes that. Let me see if there's like an easy way to look that up here real quick. Um, uh, it does not say. I won't I won't bother you guys with it, but yeah, Dylan's Rolling Western's a weird thing. I lost the page. Oh, then Detective Pikachu. Detective Pikachu looks like a cute game. I probably won't play it, but I want to. Um, I think there's a Detective Pikachu movie, so maybe I'll watch the movie if it gets localized or something. Alright, that was that was I went through that fast. <laughs> At some point I was like, oh, let me not um let me not wa like get stuck on some of this stuff because um um yeah 
I I just uh, I don't know. Like, eh, eh, eh. anyways, my general feelings of the direct really nice, really nice direct. I personally didn't have a lot of games that I wanted in it, but that's pretty much every press conference for me now. The last time I was excited at the press conference was when they announced Phantom Dust Two, not because I've played Phantom Dust or like it, because I was like, why the fuck would you announce Phantom Dust Two? You are crazy. I'm so happy you're announcing Phantom Dust Two. <laughs> Okay, quick fortune cookie time. Street Fighter 2 Turbo Edition for Super Nintendo. Um, what do you say about Street Fighter 2? Everyone knows what Street Fighter 2 is. Like, what do you say about Turbo Edition? Um, I mean, obviously Turbo Edition, like what? Like, I don't need to tell you about Street Fighter 2. Like, do I have a decent story? Like, uh, what I like about these is that usually I have, like, some kind of interesting angle or something to say about a game. Or, like, it's a game that not many people played. Or I, t- I try to do something, like, off the top of my head. But, like, Street Fighter 2 Turbo, what do you say? There's that, like, pause screen sound effect. <laughs> We're going to keep this short. When you pause Street Fighter 2, maybe specifically the Turbo version... You get this like weird like sound, and I don't know why that sound exists, or what who who created it for what reason? Was it just a mix of random like grunt sounds that people did, and they just like put it in the pause menu? I don't even know. It's such a weird sound. I'll clip it in here if I can find it. But like, oh what? That's gonna do it for this week. <laughs> I have nothing to say about Street Fighter 2. I'm sorry. Like, what do you say that everybody knows what Street Fighter 2 is? Everybody knows what Street Fighter 2 Turbo Edition is. Turn turbo up, make it go faster. I guess it's it's interesting that you can like customize the speed of the game. They weren't just like, oh, this is the speed you go. Like this isn't just like a oh, we're updating the speed of Street Fighter 2. It's like, no, we're updating the speed settings of Street Fighter 2 so you can do whatever the heck you want. <laughs> so um yeah, Street Fighter 2 Turbo. That is my Street Fighter 2, I guess. Everyone has a Street Fighter 2, I think. Uh that was the one I grew up on. So I think that's it. Thanks, guys, for listening. I probably won't have an article this week. I want to try to get this this t- cutting room floor page up this week, but I, I have my doubts. I'm going to get there. I have some more trouble than I thought in terms of up- updating or uploading the images. This is like a create. <laughs> Basically, you're doing uh, HTML like stuff, and it's nothing super complicated or anything like that, but it's just not the most convenient thing to edit. Uh, it's basically just a big HTML box that you do whatever you want in it. Um, which is fine. I can I can get there and get things done. Uh, but there's a lot of like guidelines of how to save images and stuff, and how to you know save space, and then also not like lose quality of the image, and then like alter the image so it's not accurate to the original source. Because hey, essentially this is an archiving website, so you want to archive it as closely as possible. But also we have bandwidth things you have to worry about. So hey, don't upload things that are huge. <laughs> um, So yeah, that's going to do it for this week. Thank you guys so much for listening, and you have a good...